Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 35 of the How We See Things podcast. Um, it's been a surreal, you know, past week, past yeah, few days. Um, sure we we feel like we're living in 1984, Orwell, Orwell's George Orwell's book, basically about like a dystopian society where the government um, was telling people to, you know, not believe like what they were seeing with their own eyes. Um, that's kind of where we are. Uh, as Nigerians, um, the landscape has gotten, you know, quite quite interesting. Dan, um, I guess like just I'll just open it up as like a freestyle. Like, tell, tell me like what what are your thoughts or whatever thoughts been so far? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sirs and miles, wherever you are. Um, this is the official post Nigerian election twenty twenty three debrief. I think it's it's um. There's something about the stages of uh, grief that <laughs> loosely applies to where I am at the moment. Um, any listener to the pod knew our stance, knows our stance, where we still stand, who we wanted to win. We remained obedient um, for all the time that we spoke about Nigerian elections. And I think for me, how do I feel now? I feel like there's more to come from Peter B in so far as um obviously Anik have just declared um Bola Metunobo as the president elect of the Federal Republic of Nigeria and theoretically that means that he's in situ waiting for President Buhari's turn to officially run out as per Nigerian kind of constitution and uh, convention on the 29th of May 2023, when he'll take over. Um, between now and then, I not, think... Not if we can do something about this. Well, yes. So this is the thing. Um, so Peter Obi <laughs> has very, again, graciously, um, he gave a press conference to the whole world, kind of setting out the... The reasons why he decided to run. And I think one of the key things that has always stood out to me to Peter Obi is that like he's been very clear on what he wants to achieve for Nigeria um, across the board. And his message has always been positive. Now, again, that, that that's not to say it's better than somebody else's. People have other candidates and they have reasons why they vote their candidates. There were clearly, if you look at the vote splits, um, and of course we'll get to the. <laughs> I mean, he's he's trying to be he's trying to be he's trying to be a happy warrior and kind of like you know, setting setting, setting the table for setting the table for everyone. You know, kind of what's at stake or what's happening here? Because you were talking about how Tinubu yeah. has been declared, you know, president elect, and mm-hmm. he's going to be sworn in basically when Bari leaves. Um, what Peter Obi said during his press conference, what his vice president has said, what all the you know spokespeople for the Labour Party have said, um, and we'll go through the PDP's message. But as far as Labour Party is concerned, um, yeah. they are saying the election was invalid. Um, the election did not hold um, because fundamentally, the you know polling agents were supposed to transmit um, results at the polling units once they were collated and that they didn't do it. Um, the reason why that didn't happen, according to the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, is that their servers were down or that there was an issue. Um, LP so, says no. 
that their, their crime file essentially, you know, that um, there was deliberate sabotage. And, you know, kind of like to, to set the table again, the, the story from, from APC has changed. At first, yeah. it was like, let the process continue. Let the process continue, you know. Um, and then once INEC is the only party that can declare the winner, once they declare the winner, everybody should just, you know, be, be all well and good and let's go. Once Tinubu was declared the winner, he was magnanimous in somewhere in like his rambling speech, you know, praising the governor of Zamfara, praising every single person under the sun. Um, he managed to say that like, you know, he welcomes with open arms his opposition. Yeah. Um, and that like, you know, let, let's work together to make Nigeria a good place. And they were all like, you know, um, the Senate president, lots of people were saying, oh, the Electoral Act doesn't actually say anywhere that the results must be transmitted um, via IREV. And that's technically only technicality is true. Um, you know, the section that, that refers to it says that INEC must transmit results in a way that they deem fit. Um, where the LP guys have a point is that the way they deemed fit was the way that the INEC chairman communicated to everyone, which is that they would transmit it through um, the IREV. So, Professor Skiyamu... It was captured a number of um, TV broadcasts saying, yeah, repeatedly, promising that there would be this live uplink. And I think we all accept that there's technological issues that happen, um, especially in a country like Nigeria, where you don't have underground broadband cables spanning the whole length of the country, right? Coming off the sea and things like that. There's a lot more of mobile um, satellite technology. Now, the main issue I have with whatever theory of, okay, the electoral access, whatever INEC deems fit, vis-a-vis what INEC was actually saying, which the parties held on to, saying that, yes, there will be direct transmission. Why is the House, and nobody can seem to answer this, and there, there is a conspiracy theory going around, and there is valid logical deduction that can be made. Why is it that the House of Representatives and Senate results were able to be uploaded live, and the presidency... No, so 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 that's where that's where the issue now you know is coming to the forefront because mm-hmm. what what Peter Obi was saying you know coyly that oh he's obedient and what many of the you know Peter Obi supporters have been saying is that they're going to go to court that yeah. say they say we should go to court they're going to go yeah. to court and it is obvious to me and it's obvious to everyone that there's a lot of evidence basically and it seems to me also that in the past when things like this have happened. Either the opposition was not strong, did not have a strong enough political force, or there was not enough attention, or that they were able to be bought off. Somehow or the other, there was able to be an appeasement, basically, after the election, and people would let go of it. But it seems clearly the Peter Obi campaign is not letting go. So the APC story has changed a few times. Um, at first, it was that, like, you know, okay, go to court, go to court, whatever. Um, you know, INEC declared, and then INEC never had to use IREV anyway in the first place. Mm. Now, now they are saying that, oh, um, LP was rigging too. Um, so, Festus Kiyamo, you know, in their press conference, basically, that they gave Femi Fanica, Festus Kiyamo, and I think, like, the uh, media person, um, they claim that Labour Party rigged in some parts of the Southeast um, too that their votes should be invalidated. So now, you know, we've reached the throwing spaghetti at the wall stage of this thing. It's, it's where, just absolutely ludicrous because... Yeah, trying to flood the zone with shit. The, the idea is that, you know, kind of, they feel like they're trying to 
they they feel stained by the the stench of rigging and the stench of collusion and the stench of rigging. Rigging, rigging is actually when you think about it. It's pretty much treasonous if you think about it from the point of view that what every Nigerian has might not be financial means, might not be educational access, might not be even healthcare access, might not be the ability to to enjoy social activities. But we, and every single Nigerian citizen has a constitutional right to vote. Now, whether or not they went to pick up PVCs is a whole different matter. Whether or not they've then on the day gone out to vote is another matter. But what we do know is that there were Nigerians who picked up their PVCs years and years after hearing that, oh, Nigerians are not enfranchised. Um, or the youth, their social media, their social media presidents is, is the person that they're looking to support. They will never come up. These youth went and picked up their VVCs. They went to the polls. And what we saw in broad daylight, we've seen videos of this, was victories announced to LP. And I'm surprised that IREV is still up, but it's becoming clear now that because of how Peter Obi and Labour Party have played this very smartly, any deletion of IREV now would be too obvious. And mm. I understand from the way that they're moving, like you say, that they have evidence, but not just evidence. I think they have contemporaneous evidence. I think they've done something like record the IREV results as at the day. So there was an initial upload that was going on. And then by the next morning, I remember people saying it was back to zero and there was mm. some sort of manual upload, right? Um, that was then undertaken. Essentially, it meant that somebody had deleted what was on there. I was, in effect, re-amending by uploading um, results that were later checked against what yeah. Labour Party had on ground. And it's key that it's not just Labour Party here who is saying what you've uploaded is different. PDP, again, they also have vested interest to say that because they want to win and they according to the polls came second according to INEX results um I think this has the potential to to really <laughs> to really really invalidate a lot of the polity. What do I mean by that? Imagine a scenario where Peter B takes this to court and all the evidence is laid bare. One of the key issues we've had in Nigeria is our census data. And this will be coming on that huge scrutiny. No, it's, 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 it's a serious issue now. It's massive because it could, it could really expose the democracy. The Fourth Republic could be challenged because if you look at it, everything in Nigeria is based on the number of people we have. When we talk about geopolitical zones, when we talk about the mathematics of the North versus the South, when we talk about resource allocation, when we talk about um, allocation of kind of, uh, what's it called, um, foreign direct um, initiatives and things like that, it all comes down to this myth that we've had where, apart from everywhere in the world, our arid semi desert location has more inhabitants than the coastal and forest areas. Nowhere in the world, there is no natural phenomenon, even if you go to the UAE. Let's use the UAE, for example. 
the the Emirates are the Emirates for a reason. Your Dubai, your Sharjah, and your Abu Dhabi, right? Those are the three main ones, but there's actually seven. Most people don't know that. But those let's say those are the three main ones. There's a reason they're the main guys. They're by the sea. They're by the water. Yeah. There's a lot of the Emirates that most people don't talk about in the desert behind you. And people don't live there. So the idea, I can go on a number of countries I could talk about. Do you want to talk about Brazil? The hinterland versus the, the coastal area. No, no, so, 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 so what you're saying basically, what you're saying basically is that Peter B is threatening like the very foundation of, of, yep. of the fabric of the corrupt regime that has been, you know, because when trying I tell to... You, when I tell you, we, when, we, when we grew up, you and I know, we've been told, oh, Nigeria is the world's biggest, still the world's biggest, whatever the inflation figures are, we're still the most populous nation, black nation in the world. But when you're hearing that we're 200 million, I I question that, to be honest, because how do you only end up with, checks notes, six points plus eight, I'll give Tinumbu, let's say just, let's say 8.8, Abuka 6.9, Obi apparently has 6.1, and Kwakwasa has 1.4. Let's add the other. Let's just give let's give ourselves a plus yeah. six plus six plus two. What's that? That's 14. 14 plus six, 20. That's about okay. The votes only like 25 million people voted, apparently. In yeah, this is so the lowest, this so was the lowest turnouts, like you know, in, <laughs> in a while, like in a few nothing. elections. The math no, is nothing. What 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 you're saying, I, I think, is is if, if you're correct, um, I think the implication is a lot more scary than, you know, your tone and your delivery implies. Um, because what's for, for Peter Obi to prevail, um, INEC would have to be, have, have found to be, you know, through, I guess, like a discovery or court process, have found to have deliberately manipulated the results. Um, such, such a thing does not happen, you know, the, you, you don't get court judgments like that from um from the corrupt countries where you know these things happen um mm. if you listen to if you listen to the way a lot of people are talking about this election um it's as if it's a done deal and that like you know um we should be talking about like the governorship election um in Lagos and other parts of the country we should be talking about the lessons we can take from this blah 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 like the 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 idea that you know the election will be rescinded seems a bit too far fetched um which is why no no which no which is why it's it turns on the evidence that Peter Abbey supposedly has and what he's able to get through to court. Um, so, for for example, I think a week has gone since the election. I don't think we've seen enough. And the LP guys insist on actually prose- prosecuting their case in courts. You know, they've, they've been trying to be very disciplined in the media about not talking. But, but, but I think... I, I think they are making a mistake um, because because Tinubu, Tinubu is going around Tinubu is going around you know basking in you know the glory of the presidency international agents international organizations and you know um, Zelensky presidents that's not presidents are like acknowledging him as elect and then acknowledging some shenanigans that may have gone on um, people this narrative is settling in that oh Tinubu um, there was something wrong with the election but that Tinubu was the winner. And that's just how things are in Nigeria. Okay, or like what you and I are saying, that yeah. the manipulation was enough for, you know, a significant portion of the vote to have been um, suppressed, basically. I get your point. You're, you're, you're talking about a perception, and we are now in the 
post-truth phase. We've talked about this severally before when we talk about our dear um, previous US president, potentially could be future yeah. president. Um, the idea of the, the truth is, look around my eyes, look around my eyes, look not into my eyes. Like The idea of the perception being whatever I want it to be rather than what it is or the facts say it is. Here's my caveats. And we're here, we... On how we see things, we like to be nuanced in the approach, right? Look at it from this point of view. Peter B would be potentially, yes, he could have challenged the results a bit more in terms of public, maybe calling for protests. But trust me, the army are on the streets of Nigeria for a reason. And we've spoken about this before. The crackdown would be swift. The crackdown would be... And yes, ultimately, it would show a sense of unhappiness in the streets. But trust me, that would be a reason for these upcoming elections not to happen. If we, if there were having protests... I don't I don't think we have a choice. I don't think I, we have a choice me, in terms me, of... No, no, I, I don't think we have a choice in the protesting, in the protesting as in the question, whether or not to protest or not. I don't think there's a choice. I think the question is, you know, and... and if you listen to Dati, if you listen to um, Peter B himself or any of the LP spokespeople, the way they are framing this is as, hey, don't blackmail us with the specter of answers. We reserve the right to protest. But for now, you know, you guys are saying we should go to the courts. We should go to court. Um, so the question is, do you want to do lead a protest or to get people energized while the iron is still hot? Or do you, still want, do you want to wait, you know, two, three weeks later after Tinboaz, they started announcing this cabinet to before me, are going to court. The beauty, okay, and, and this is what I was saying, let me follow through to the logical conclusion. Mm. You see, Peter Obi is probably the most dangerous man in Nigerian politics right now. He has been able to stay calm in the face of unmitigated kind of, should we say, cheating. Um, inequity, lack of justice, a, a roaring movement that is burning with passion, right? That is saying to him, mm-hmm. let's go. They're just waiting for him to say, let's go. He's showing on real, <laughs> on human restraint. And I'll tell you why this is a positive. You see, when Peter Obi, what Peter Obid is doing now is he's making it very clear that these were the rules of the game that I was told to play to and this is exactly what did not happen. Trust me, the LP has evidence. Now, why is it that El Rufai was begging? If they, if they have nothing to fear, why is it that the APC Council is trying to set up reconciliation and is trying to bring them into the fold? They know that if Peter Obi goes to court, Peter Obi, we're not going to say that, because it costs, this is what now, now Nigerians don't realize, it costs like, was it not um, 600 million dollars or something to run that mm-hmm. election. We're not mm-hmm. getting a full rerun. It's not happening, guys. What is likely to happen and what has happened is that there was two select states and it will be a case of rerun it in, for example, River State. Rerun yes. it, for example, in Aquaibon. We might end up with about 10 states, right? Then you get your calculators out. We know that on the split of votes they all won like 12 states each, weirdly enough, the way it turned out. They all won like a third. Now we'll get into the whole 20%, 20%. Who got 25% in the number of states? 
So that will be, that's what Peter Obi is aiming for ultimately. And let me tell you this, Peter Obi has fought electoral decisions before. Um, for those who might not know, in Anambra State, he was actually impeached. He went to court with his evidence and he was reinstated, right? Peter Obi is a very principled man. They've messed with the wrong person. He is not in this because of what he wanted to gain. Peter Obi did not want the presidency as some sort of personal achievement. He could easily be the world head of the World Bank. He was, at the age of 37, was he not the um, CEO of one of Nigeria's banks? Like, he, he is someone who has accomplished so much. By my understanding, he's a privately made billionaire in Naira. Like, he has his own business. Peter Obi is a street smart individual. Trust me, he has the evidence. And the reason I'm saying that, uh, I mean, I would grant you, I would grant you that he has the evidence. Um, but but I think where we where, where we disagree in a particular way, that's why where he, we disagree where we disagree is on how much the evidence uh, matters. We talk a lot about like because what, what you're saying turns on how much confidence you have in the Nigerian judiciary. What what you're suggesting is that Peter Obi will be able to present evidence evidence in favor of his case. And that either a jury of his peers or a judge having sworn to uphold, you know, the rule of law would, you know, side with Peter Obi and side with the evidence or side with truth or side with justice. That's the situation you're describing. I am saying I see Nigeria. I see a country where, you know, a senator, um, somebody could have been running for president, um, didn't participate in primary um lost the bid or realized that the bid was unrealistic and then connected with the party and with the courts to have the person who actually won the primary throw out thrown out. Um I'm talking about a country where, you know, when asked to account for missing funds, somebody said on the record that a snake swallowed the money. Um <laughs> yes now or, or, or when the director when the director of a, a an agency who's caught in like some corruption issue basically was hauled before Congress, the person just fainted and nothing happened. Um, what happened to Nigerians is that the INEC chairman came and said, this is how we will conduct elections. Elections was, were not conducted um, that way. The elections are invalid. The mere fact that we are in this stage where Peter Obi needs to be going to court do you understand where yeah. the president, where the president of Nigeria, the president has endorsed his successor oh. with the full with the full might of the presidency, Article One powers, as they would say in the United States. Um, so you know he's the head of state, so he, he does have some influence over the judiciary, um, even though he's supposed to be independent. Um, I, I don't see what world you know, Peter Obi is allowed to present his evidence, which is why the APC has taken the step further to muddy the waters as best as they can. Um, one other theory that they came up with is that Peter Obi will first have to demonstrate that he came second uh, before making any case against APC. So he is he would have to contend with PDP being the ones to have rigged his votes, or as Festus Kiyamo suggested on on Twitter and as they suggested in their press conference, that actually, actually, is Labour Party that rigged, um, and 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 you 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 get to a point where they will say so. Therefore, since we are not able to ascertain the truth, 
why don't we rely on the word of the respectable INEC chairman, Professor something? I, I, I don't um, think, and I think this is where I think, like, I understand where you're going with this. And this is why I say you can't preempt, Obi is a strategist, and he has some very, very good lawyers. And what you need to understand is that the angle that everybody's predicting is not the angle he's coming at it from. I think the most successful action would not be against APC. There's no point, you know, or, or PDP. This most successful action is going to be against factual change. This is what was recorded at the polling units. This is what was on IRF. Can you explain? I even saw one today where they changed the number, but they forgot to change the... Because on the, on the certificate, it has a numerical description and it, there's a literary description. They changed 588 votes to 00, zero okay? Only in Nigeria. And then they, wrote, they forgot to change the written... So it would be a case of like, explain this to this. What they will try and prove is systemic issues. They're not looking to prove. No, that, no but, oh, but for something like for something like that to work, for something like that to work, the person who recorded at the polling unit that oh, yeah. this is what they got would have to come in the courts and testify that this is what they recorded. Abi, no, um, no, that's not already happening. No, no. Uh, see, that, we, we don't know, but, don't but, know. But, but, but but what we know for sure is that, for example, the, for, no, what we know for sure. Is that, for example, the Labour Party candidates in Apapa who recorded the INEC agents using TPEX to to hide to cover the votes has to be in hiding right now because her life is being threatened. We oh. know that DJ Switch had to leave Nigeria because yeah. she was because she was live streaming when the army was murdering. So 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 the idea that like a case, a coherent case with all the witnesses who would have to testify on that oath to back up any claims, um, you know, with, with everything that will need to happen, the idea that a coherent case will be able to be made to sustain, and, and the idea that also that the judiciary, that truth will prevail in the court of law, I just don't understand where that confidence is coming from. Peter B is not the first principled man to exist in Nigeria. He's not the first principled man to attempt politics or to attempt to go through um, the courts. What has been done to people you know, has been has been so brazen, and it's a kind of like confidence that can that only comes from you knowing exactly that. Okay, you have the resources to back up um, your position. I, can't, and, I, don't, you know, I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be defeatist. Um, but I think I think we have to reckon with the possibility. And again, I, I respect the fact that, like you know, like David Faritini and um, and um, Kenneth Okonkwo, other people that have spoken have strongly. You know, hinted at the fact that hey, some protests might be required. Um, you guys can blackmail us with the specter of um, of answers. It's actually the government that was, you know, that was violent or that brought in thugs to, you know, perpetuate um, violence. Uh, we're not going to be scared to come out in the streets if we need to, um, because that that might that might have to be the case. Yeah, I, I, I certainly, you know, do not feel like your skepticism is, is unfounded. I think that you have legitimate grounds to to think that in a situation where people are desperate for power, where they will, you know, resort to violence, let's call it what it is, that perhaps witnesses or things might not be involved. One thing I will tell you though is about transparency and shining things in the light. Once people know that okay, this is what everything is going on, this is 
things like taking um, retributive action will just add to the evidence at this point. At this point, the whole of Nigeria is a scene, is a crime scene, if you think about it like that way. So like what LP have done is that they've said, okay, fine. You took away these results. You did these things. People are saying, oh, it's not like, oh, there was CCTV that was being monitored in a central location, right? Every polling unit, they have mm-hmm. second, second recordings. I get that. However, we have some pixels here. You don't know what pixels, what parts of the jigsaw we have. But LP have told them, we've got this, we've got this. And we're going to take it to court. What I would say to you is this. Just as you have skepticism and you think about safety of people, witnesses, the judiciary, you know, <laughs> the judiciary might have whatever um, pressures or whatever, I don't know. But if you look at it, they still have to rule. They still, the evidence will be public. There's only so far, and this is why I said that he threatens the fabric, because if they go and they do their rigging and they carry it to the full, to its logical conclusion, then it will be clear that Nigeria is no longer a, a valid democracy. No, no. At, at what point did, did that become and, clear to you? No, as in, no, no, tell, no, me, tell, me, me. tell me, tell me, exactly. So, what, what are you saying? It's still not clear to states. No, no, no like, like who? Like, we cannot. Like who? Because you're, you're, you're describing, you're, you're describing making evidence public. You're describing an information landscape as if we're not in 2023. As if, as if we're not in a world in the post-Peter Gate, as if we're not in the post-Peter Gate world, as if we're not in the world Nigeria. where the Nigeria government, Nigeria government denied that the government of Lagos State not come out on TV to say that nobody was killed at the toll gates, despite the fact that he knows, I know, you know, everybody knows that people were killed. And there's nothing that anybody was able to do about it because pressure was put on channels, arise, TVC, AIT, the agents of information in Nigeria, pressure was put on them to conform to the news. Twitter was banned in Nigeria. So when, when you're saying information will come out, how would this information come out? If the government, who is the one, you know, who is the one we're up against, because we're, we're not just up against INEC as an agent, independent body. We're not just up against Tinubu as a contender, as a non-state actor. Tinubu, INEC, they have the backing of the presidency and the full force of the Nigerian states. Where, where, where is Peter Obi supposed to get this reprise? I think, just watch and see. I, I, I think that we can only speculate onto parts because there's, and I think this is what a lot of Labour Party support obedience are, are suffering from right now, which is obviously the result and the system now, it seems like there's no respite, right? There's no logical way we can see because the system is so set in one direction. However, the system can fold on itself. And I think that is why they're saying, that's why they're begging him, right? Not to take this to court. Because there's it's one thing to say, oh, I saw this here, and then the AP is able to counteract it with, no, actually, that's not what happened. Or it happened here, or that's not what actually happened. When you actually have a coherent and com- comprehensive picture there's only so far any well-reasoned judge will be able to say this cannot. And like I told you, they're not aiming for it. Wait, 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 wait. But, but Dan, but Dan, you, you know yeah, how okay. law and you know the law works and how judges works and how cases, you know, and everything works. If you like, have all the evidence. 
if your case cannot get before a court because there's corruption within the court system and you are put on a docket for two to three months, what what happens then? Okay, your evidence is airtight, but you don't get to appear before a judge for the next six months. Tinubu is effectively now the president. Like what? What? I I don't go to moving for Muscle Rock. Like what, what are you saying? The powers that we're fighting against, eh? the pressure that needs to happen, which, which is just where I think I disagree with the tactics I'm saying right now. A week after the election, Peter Bias only spoke once um, mm. in front of TV. You cannot, prosec- you cannot prosecute your case in the media for sure, but you have to keep people energized. Right. You have to stay. This we, we are now in a 30-second narrative right. ecosystem. The narrative is changing and attention span is moving quickly like people are upset now people are waiting to see what the outcome of the governorship elections would be into that vacuum into that vacuum the apc guys are pumping down misinformation um you know someone who is everywhere he's all over your timelines um right now he's he's in every single church he's in he's in the uk misinformation about the lp candidates the um before roads guy is all over the place they're having to explain whether they are truly from lagos or not or whether it matters that he's an Igbo person or not like the 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 vacuum that has been left is being filled with the opposition and I don't know what kind of strategy, you know, Peter B and, and the LP thing that they're doing. But they need to keep the energy up on the other side. I think they just need to trust Peter B. And I think ultimately, that that's what it's going to come down to. The PDNs are just going to have to trust Peter B. And I think one thing, like I said, there's something about we, um, for those of us who love anime, there's always a point where it seems that the protagonist has lost, where he he's um he's done his best move that we know, right? Mm. He's used his best move, you know, he's unleashed his best move. We saw him training for it, you know. Is it Ichigo? He's done his Bankai. Is it Naruto? He's done his, you know, Kagebushi, he's done his his multiple konjutsu. You know, he's done it, and we're like He's there, and the bad guy is just beating him down, and he's breathing hard. He's bleeding, and then just when all hope is lost, I hope I hope it wasn't just me that had that just compare our situation to to anime. No, 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 Abby, because because finally there will be a the Deus Ex Machina that that will just come and save us out of the blue. But but nobody is coming to save us. All of a sudden, Naruto goes into stage mode, right? Mm. He goes into stage mode. One one hidden power now, like a a bunch of flashbacks come, you know, he remembers what what his mentor said to him and how he can really let everyone down. And he finds finds the power from within him. My friends, my fellow obedience, it's tough times. If only. It's tough times Um, at the moment. Nah, you know, we we, we had this argument. We need to dig in. We this had this argument in the last episode, Dan, with you, Mr. Fox, whether or not we should be hopeful or, or we should be or we should be pessimistic. Um, as as I, as I was saying before, um, the type of political pressure that needs to be on decision makers is not the type of pressure that comes through courts activity. Um, it's pressure that needs to be felt on the streets. It's pressure, as in the coverage needs to be forced. Um, in, in in this, the message needs to be passed across, like you understand. In because I, I think a lot is riding on the governorship election in a way that I think people are misreading. Um, I think if you think people are going to come out 
Um, and I guess this is where, you know, I'm, I'm willing to be wrong, but I'm pretty certain that the governorship elections would have a lower turnout than the presidential election um, as one. I also believe that there are people who would have voted for Peter Obi for the presidency, but will now go back to voting for APC um, for the governorship election. Um, I believe there are such um, cross-pressured voters. I believe they have, there are people who haven't seen, I guess, just how powerful or maybe how futile the movement was because what was done by the APC camp was just so brazen. They were like, I guess, why do why don't I just vote? They they have the power to actually you know implement their policies. Why don't I get in good, you know, with, with, with them right now? There's a lot of pressure on civil servants in Lagos. Um we've seen we've seen the news like on social media about how you know um APC is making them submit their PVC information. Um, you know, and they're pulling units information, you know, that, that's intimidation, basically. Um, the fact that your government, who is also your employer, is asking you for your voting information um, and the fact that they're going to keep track of who you vote for, um, you know, because, like, not, not everyone is a political appointee. Um, there are political appointees within the civil service, but not everyone is a political appointee and not everyone should be required to support the government of the day. Um, because then, you know, you have a situation where, I guess, every new government needs to rehire um, new staff. Either that or you don't plan to ever leave. Um, you know, and, and either situation is, is worse. So I am, I guess, extremely pessimistic. I am only interested in people who have and with conversations who take on a revolutionary tone. Um, I'm curious to see what the filings, you know, in court are. So we've, I think we've seen one right now where the LP is filing and asking INEX to preserve, like, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of things. But like I said, I have no faith in it. And, um, although like what's, what's giving me solace is like I was saying before, the fact that the APC people are now accusing LP of rigging also. I think the reaction, so is, exactly, the reaction is, of... It's not like a case of there was no rigging. It's okay, exactly. you can rigged too. And I think um, this is the thing, like, what you need to understand is that from the point of view, anybody thinking, oh, we're going to get 25th of February again, just honestly, it's not going to happen. They're not going to have 36 states and FCT voting again. It's just not going to happen. What you will find is targeted, and that's perhaps why you might see that there will be different types of claims brought in respects of different states. So they, they cannot be like this one-size-fits-all approach. And I get your point, Statesman X, because you want to see action, right? You want to see that verb. You want to see the narrative being countered. You want to see people on CNN from, from Labour Party saying, no, this is what actually happened. You want the, 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 the discussion to be more 50-50, right? I get that. But I think you have to look at it from the point of view of I think Peter B is also looking at the gubernatorial elections coming up. On because imagine if there was any sort of protest now, they would have cancelled those elections straight, right? He's probably in a position where you want those to go as they would. I think there's, like you say, a lot of disappointment for sure. Um, it could have, it actually could negatively affect voter turnout because if they feel apathetic, then they might not turn up. However. Imagine a scenario where LP wins Lagos State, right? Just imagine. It's an imagination. I'm not saying it's going to happen. That is a boost. That will give a morale boost. 
firstly. Strategically, LP then has a base, right? They have a position of power in the richest states in the Federation. To then say, okay, here is how LP runs, right? For however long, my understanding from practitioners in Nigeria, legal practitioners, is that an electoral tribunals actually are not as long as a typical kind of trial process. So it's something that should be dealt with in months rather than, you know, years kind of situation. Mm. So it may well be that something is done before, one way or another, before the 29th of May, however we however the decision looks there will be some sort of you know redress right we'll know one way or another now the reason i'm saying let's just hold fire for now is that i do think that they have a strategy whilst it might not be immediately clear i think they do have a strategy you know um and in terms of hope versus despair i think the reason i say for hope but for hope but for hope you know what is the essence of looking forward but for hope? It's, yeah. Nigerians, if they give in, will be giving in to a government, to a system that they know obviously has disenfranchised them and, and things like that. However, what does that achieve? You know, um, is it then a case of saying, okay, the whole obedient movement has been a waste. Is that adequate kind of positive action? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, and I, 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 if, I, I, I think this this we're, we're working on again dangerous treading on very dangerous waters here because the way the way you described the Lagos election and the governorship election, I mm. think the way the the way LP has been campaigning, the way they've been carrying themselves. I think they made it in such a way that too much, too much is resting on those um, elections because they're going to use those elections as a bellwether of true support. Um, so you know that's that's going to affect the sentiment, public sentiment, which is an important factor. Whether or not like the the emotion behind the case as well impacts the urgency because the courts are responsive to public pressure, whether or not like you know they will admit it or not. So the outcome of that election, the governorship election would play a key role, I guess, in how the public perceives the the LP movement. Um if if there's low turnout, that that would be a bad sign. Oh. Um if 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 what happens before repeats itself, although that would be bad on paper, in theory that would be good for Labour Party, because I think it will just further inflame um, Nigerians. If APC wins, if the election is, if we don't really hear much stories of anything, and APC wins um, fair and square, that would be a very bad sign, because what it says, you know, even if that happens because people are demoralised, what it says is that the APC people have that political, like, you know, they, they have the wins behind them. Um, so I still think, like you know, there's a vacuum that the Peter B campaign has left. Um, I, I I still think you know they they need to be. I a think bit they've more... chosen they've chosen a they've chosen a strategic position, and they've you know you almost I think your view is that you can do both. Like why don't you do both? Yeah. Right? Um, but I think for them, they're probably looking at it as okay. Let's not inflame things in such a way where we are cast as the, the instigators, right? Because that's important. Think about it. If they're going to take a case to court and they've been calling for process and hitting of the polity, 
what does that say about their capability as leaders? If the first thing they're doing is to cause damage or to cause, do you get what I'm trying to say? So you have to look at that it. Was, no, that was the point there. The people who are going to be deciding these are human beings. Yes, they're judges, but they're also human beings who drive on roads, who have to use social amenities, who have to go to the grocery store, who have to go to their church or mosque or shrine or whatever. If there's nationwide protests, the country will face massive disruption. There's no, you know, you, you, you have to look at it from that point of view. And so far, as like, whilst they're saying, oh, we're trying to put forward our case as quickly as possible, because obviously time is not on their side. Any protest will just elongate everything. Everything gets pushed back. Now, don't get me wrong. I am also, I think that peaceful protests, especially where it's clearly, there's clear wrongs, like it's very odd, obvious. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm not saying it's not a good thing. Mm. I certainly feel like that's one of the actions that should also happen. However, I can understand why they're taking this approach. The proof will be in the pudding. As they say, um, it's interesting. I wanted to talk to you about something because let's leave, let's move forward to 30th of May. Um, the judges have said, actually, no, you know, APC, they messed up in XYZ states, will give you 2 million votes. It doesn't make a difference in the grand scheme of things. Let's just say for argument's sake. Um, Tinubu is then pronounced president. I've been thinking because. I looked at it and I was like, is there a scenario here where Tinumbu does something for Nigeria? And maybe it's an angle that not a lot of people are thinking about. I looked at his antecedents and I said, okay, here's a man who uses all his good, again, sorry to use the anime reference. Um, he's extremely powerful, extremely smart, but he uses it for the bad side, right? Um, he's your Sasuke, if you will. He he has all these great skills. He has Sharingan, and then decides that he's going to fight for the Akatsuki. He decides he's going to turn on the hidden village in the leaf. He decides he's going to turn. You know, his clan is the, the bad boy clan, right? He decides that he's going to use that for his personal benefit, his powers. But then there comes a redemption moment, a moment of a come-to-Jesus moment, if you will, where he comes to realize that everything he's been doing has been causing people pain, has been causing oppression to those that he loves. And really, all he wanted was to bring peace and harmony. Now, how does that reflect on the president-elect currently? If Tinubu can be that guy. Tinubu could be the tool for restructuring. Now, hear me out. You have to look at Tinubu's antecedents. This is a man who was part of NADECO. For those of you who don't know, NADECO was a civil rights movement, so she kind of born in the southwest of Nigeria, primarily, who kind of fought with lives, with limb. A lot of them were exiled. Tinubu was exiled at the time as well. When Nigeria was under military presidency, and in many ways, they were the guys who acted to bring forth the Fourth Republic in terms of democratic um, people like um, Dele Giwa, um, you might have heard as well. I guess you can put Abiola in there as well. MK Abiola was technically mm-hmm. one of those as well. Now, 
who brought this democracy in 1999. Tinubu has steadfastly, Tinubu is the only major politician who has never left his party in this race. Think about what I just said. Tinubu started out with AD. Those of us know that know, if you know, you know. Then he moved to vision, like so that party just became various versions. Eventually, it became ACN, I believe, which then merged with CPC to become APC and APCA. Then they became all factions of APCA, and they became APC. Tinubu has never left his political party, and Tinubu has always been a champion of the Southwest regionalism. He is a regionalist. That is his core identity. Tinumbu has used his skills in negotiating, like I said, for the bad side. He went to team of the APC, put Bahari in power, kingmaker, negotiating, negotiating. However, think about it. Do you think Tinumbu is someone that can be coerced? Tinumbu is very headstrong. In presidency, I don't think he will be controllable by the Northern Caucus. Now, obviously, he's teamed up with them to get into power. He's, he's going to give some of them particular positions, for sure. We know about that. He's, gonna, he's bought a lot of favors and things like that. We understand that. But could we see actual restructuring come? And the reason I say that is that long term, that could be the greatest legacy any president has given Nigeria. Because Nigeria's most... I've been reading a lot into our post-colonial history. Nigeria's most prosperous time as a country was between 60 and 66. When I say prosperous, I'm saying everybody. I'm not talking about now there's a boom in one part of the country and everybody's moving to Lagos, everybody's moving to the urban centers. Mm. I'm saying when everybody was doing well in their own ways. The West was producing cocoa was sending schools, brought in free education up until secondary school. The East was doing um, business. You know, they were exporting, importing, exporting sales. The North had its granite pyramids, arable vegetation in the middle belt as well. Obviously, the South, obviously, has always, South, South, the oil has always been flowing. But what am I saying? When we had the three regions, each region had its own development agenda. And I think that could well save and sort out a number of issues. Why do I say that? That immediately removes the Biafra problem, right? If you have a regionalized eastern region, or now we have six geopolitical zones, in realistic terms, you probably need to follow those zones. So the southeast would have their own sort of semi-autonomous area. You immediately remove the allure of Biafra as, or sorry, IPOM, I should say, sorry, in terms of the agitation for Biafra, because then, okay, you have self-autonomy to a point. You essentially have your own mega state that you can run. You have, they, 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 they will then devolve some of these powers that have gone to the center, right? So they would have rights of taxation within their borders. For example, I'm just giving an example. Why, 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 why are we projecting all of this onto Tinubu, like on what, what evidence be your do president. We... So I'm trying to find, <laughs> I'm trying to no, find. So I, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think, I don't think we have any indication. I don't think we have any indication 
No, I think it's Alcido says that he's somebody who has a plan. You cannot discount that. Whether the plan is good or is another question. But Tinubu is a man with a plan. You know this. He is a man who is very forthright. Tinubu is a very sagacious politician. Wait, that's that's like saying that that's like saying that you forgive the person that stole your money because no because no because they know how to use it better than you. Like, oh, that's okay. Let's not really like yes, and this person stole my money, but he's actually an investment banker. Maybe I did say say it's an unpopular opinion, and Ah. it's it's a tough pill to swallow. But it's it's not a pill. It's not a pill to be swallowed at all. So, what's your solution? No, I, no, I, people I, move out, people leave the country. No, no, no. no see, it's 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 not it's not even about solutions. So I'm I'm calling the argument a red herring altogether. Um, what, what I'm saying is that like what is, is at stake? Elect? What is that? What is at stake here is yours and mine and the Nigerian humanity. Like our citizenship is what is at stake, and I want us to move from. Because this is something that is endemic to our society. When when something happens, you know, it's always on the victim to maintain the peace, to you know, not to not 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 be the aggressor. So you, you have you have some corruption going on in the church. You know, you you had money not to say anything about it because you don't want to stare. Um, you know, you don't want to stare some shit up. No, no, no. Wait now, a, a police officer would 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 maim or you know kill a citizen, and then they'll say you should leave it to God. That God God will punish them. Um, um, for you, you know, you you, you have to acquiesce to to the to your own abuse in the name of peace. At some points, at some points, Nigerians need to be willing to say, no, I am a human being. I am a fool person with rights you cannot steal my property and then tell me that i shouldn't but be too angry because you would, you know so, so so what are you saying why are we entertaining why well, are we entertaining this, look at this, this, this pill? because he has been announced so what if they try that they protest they hit the streets obi goes to court which is already at court he's already started filing and yet, Tinubu is president. That's all I'm trying to say. No, we so 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 what we do. So what we do is use the linguistic abilities that we have, being educated people, to frame the conversation as long as he remains, you know, um, in that position, to inform everyone that he was not the duly elected president and he has no mandate. There is no oh, okay, you know what? Let me because people's lives in that time. What happens to the day-to-day of people's lives? What happens to people going to school? What happens to people's businesses? I would I would venture the same thing that happened for the last eight years. That that's what I would venture that happened. That happens in the course of people's presidency. Yes, and ultimately what you're talking about is an ultimate revolution. And it's not impossible. We've seen it in the Arab Spring. We've seen even we know why NSARS was clamped. No, because so my question to you is is okay. Why shouldn't like why shouldn't somebody steal like why, why shouldn't somebody be an arm robber like this is what crime. you're saying it's a crime no, it's, uh, it's not a crime it's not a crime to rig election it is so if, it's one of the worst I, I told you exactly it's, it's like so so, so what are we so wait so so why are we why are we having the conversation which is what we must interrogate as as Nigerians why because are we having the conversation and we no, need no, to why. Why are we accepting the fact? Because the world is not how we want it to be. The world okay. is what it is made to be. 
Okay. And that's the fact that why are made, we made by who? Why are you in the US and why am I in the UK? Because no, no, made by who? The decision had to be made that our potential mm-hmm. needed a, a better environment to thrive. And at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say to so you So as long as exactly, so as long as people continue to choose as long as people continue to choose, you know, a fake peace over justice, you understand? People would, would continue. So, so when, when you ask me, so what's going to happen in the meantime, what in the world is, is the so-called president? The same thing that happened for all the so-called presidents of Nigeria that we've had. Nothing. People are still going to be suffering. People are still going to have to be resorting to either being entertainers or, or sportsmen to make it in the country of X hundreds millions of people. Is that in that time or whatever time he has, you have to look in at his antecedents. If we say, okay, we've tried everything and you know, people are protesting, blah 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 blah. Even okay, for example, I know how you feel about Trump, right? Hang on, hang on. I know how you feel about Trump, right? But you know that now there's one or two things that he did for all the damage he did. From an economic point of view, if you're honest to yourself, there are things that he might not even have done it for the right reasons, but they I were. Don't, I don't get on. the standard of argumentation. This, this is this they is were from, broken they were clock positive is, in impact because uh, the what, broken what, clock is right twice in a day. Standard of argumentation. Yeah, I don't understand. But what's why the alternative? That's what I'm trying to tell you. You want you to need turn, you need Again, so, okay, so 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 you see, like I'm saying, we will not be held hostage to threats of violence because we all know that the violence does not come from myself or from protesters who are only seeking to exercise their civil liberties. The violence comes from the states, from well, the, violence the government, or you from agree. states. You agree that no, no, the so, no, so so so. The question, and that's what I'm saying fundamentally, and so anybody listening, the question for Nigerians is, who are you? So if, if you leave Nigeria and you go and become an American or you go and become a British citizen, all well and good, your American or British citizenship makes you more of a human being than the Nigerian citizen, truth, truth, truth be told. Because when you vote, your vote is counted. The state recognizes you as a person. And the Nigerian state is saying to many Nigerians that we don't recognize you as a human being. And you are trying to tell me that, okay, let's, let's, let's negotiate or, you know, why don't we see how we can make this person's government a good government? It's literally the same as somebody stealing your money and saying, you know, you now coming around to say, okay, well, I guess you could have spent my money better than me. It doesn't matter. You understand? A, a clock that can only tell the time twice a day because it's a broken clock is a useless clock. You need your clock to do more than just be correct twice in a day. So the fact that Trump did one or two things involuntarily does not help his case at all for being the president of Nigeria. I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to have a conversation. Have a conversation or not? He's the president elect, and until such time as he's he's not, he's the president elect. Hang on. Because this is why, I, and, and I, there must be a realistic approach here. No, rea- rea- realism. No, realism has to be. You're, you're you, like you, you cannot ask like for. You cannot ask for. You cannot go to. You cannot go to to Alice in the Wonderland. 
you cannot go to the Wonderland and be asking for mathematic equation. Why in Wonderland? You, can, you cannot ask me for realism. The, like, the, no, law, the, the, the law says, the no, no, the law says shouting, burn them all, burn them all. The, no, the reality is, no, that's that's lives. You can't that's just not, torch it all. There has to be, and that's the why nobody's saying nobody's saying anything about about touching. Approach. Nobody's saying anything about touching it all. What I'm refusing to do, what I'm refusing to do is to accept a frame where as in or, or, or is to engage in a frame where I have to accept Tinubu as president elect. The laws of Nigeria says something. The laws says you as in you are only president after XYZ is followed. XYZ was not followed, and you're telling me to discuss the president. There was no election carried out in, in Nigeria. It, that was not what happened. You understand? Be determined by an authority. No what authority. Statement X, I agree with what, you. What are you saying? The independent umpire under the Nigerian constitution has Einek is not an independent umpire. Einek has <laughs> nothing to Einek has nothing to umpire. No, Einek was a participant in this election. They, they were an accomplice in what happened. It, it, again, we it, it's like it's like saying we are going to it's like saying we are going to we are going to to we are accompanying Alice to the Wonderland to ask the rabbits in a hat or the Mad Hatter to ask them to explain the Constitution. You are asking somebody in fantasy land to explain something that has to do with reason. We are in the jungle. Do you understand? So, so if if you want to if you want to have a jungle conversation, let's have a jungle conversation. But don't don't try and have it both ways. Don't try and intro, in, introduce the elements of civilization or civility to a situation where there is none. Okay. So where, so where, where, where was the civility when when they were breaking people's head with machete to force them to vote, so as in to force them not to vote? So what, what are you talking about? We have what we want, and we have what the reality is. You made a point. You told me, I'm not so optimistic about the court case because of X, Y, and Z. Very valid points, right? The only outcome from that is that you believe that the court isn't going to rule in Peter Obi's favor. So then we go to your preferred option, which is protest, right? No, no, no. So, so I think pressure needs to be put on the courts to rule in Peter Obi's favor. I don't think that pressure can come from the strength of Peter Obi's argumentation Evidence. in the so legal think, filing. They need, they, the court I think, I think the pressure needs to come from okay. the policy so as that, well. Okay, after all that, the court still rules in APC's favor. What's your next proposed course of action? No, no. at that point. Whatever will happen, we should take it like that. No, <laughs> what, what, what as in, tell you. That's no, 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 no. Let's let's, let's get to that point first. Let's but get we, to that point first. Yeah, how we see things, we pro- we look at. Like no, 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 no. See, let's get to the point first. Where, like, so did you see clips of how Nigerians in the markets all over the countries, where all over the country, were watching the Peter Abis press conference gathered on the streets. Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's get to the point where we pause our protest. Eh, to mm-hmm. watch the uh, the reading from Supreme Court, not watching it from our house, so watching it from the streets because people are activated. Let them know that it's not that Peter Obi is speaking solemn English and crying tears of of sadness because somebody wanted to bake a bakery and they could not bake bakery now they are serving you tea. Do you understand? Let's let's forget all those all, all, all those tears. The 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 pressure that needs to come on the Supreme Court to do the right thing cannot come from within the halls of the Supreme Court. It needs to happen on the streets. It needs to happen in the media. Do you understand? They, they need to know that they're responding to an energized and an aggravated body. And if you feel just as angry as me, 
smash a like on this episode when whenever you hear it. Um, let us know what you um, think. Let us know what you think. Share. We are in agreement, but I'm just looking a bit further ahead. And I think you're trying to say, look, we can't stay until we actually get there. But yeah, do let us know what you think. Um, comments, and um, we hope to see you on the next episode of the pod.